I am not Jarvis. I am not Ultron. I am something else. Of course, I'm loosely quoting Age of Ultron, which is the first time we were introduced to Scarlet Witch and Vision. And folks, they're back. Marvel is back. Disney is back for the first time in a long time. Golly, I haven't seen a Disney show since last year. We are, of course, talking about WandaVision in today's episode of Was It Good? I'm your host, Ravi, and I'm joined by my two brothers, Krishna and Arjuna. Real quick, Arjuna, play a laugh track for our Gen Z listeners who may not be acquainted with what that is. <laughs> that is not a laugh track. That that worked out so much better than I could have imagined. <laughs> uh, I we just t- didn't know which color it was. Well, okay, keep going, me. keep going. Let's find it. Nope. Nope. I think it's the next one. You press the button, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, a lot of these sounds oh, could be applicable to one of Oh, big time. Big time. So, there it is. That's not a laugh. That's an applause. Yeah. That's an applause track. Yeah. Well, either way, we did, we did our best. We did. We tried. <laughs> there you go. Oh, the last, and what color, last one. And what color is it on our soundboard, Archie? Orange. Okay. Everyone remember, orange means audience laugh track. <laughs> How you can relate the two? No idea. Anyway, we're talking Wonder Vision, guys. Uh, Disney Plus is continue, continuing to become this big powerhouse. Continuously <laughs> becoming this big streaming platform with interesting and unique shows. Obviously, the last time we bothered to tune into Disney Plus for something original was Mandalorian. Never we, heard of it. We've known that the WandaVision show was coming. It's here. We got two episodes in beautiful 4 by 3 black and white on our HGTVs. <laughs> I'm not... Annoyed about that. <laughs> I will say this. I watched it on a laptop, and that was the appropriate uh, appropriate aspect ratio and size to watch uh, these episodes. That is bullshit. Oh. Your laptop is a usually a 16 by 9 screen, unless you've got some kind of gaming laptop you're watching it on. No, I mean, I, I mean it's close enough. Were you watching it on closer. your Game Boy Color? Yes, I wish. That was probably the right. <laughs> that was probably the right show. pixel density. Uh, real quick, though, guys, one word impression to yeah. sum up your watching, viewing, entertainment experience. Oh, man. I, I guess I'll go first. I'm going to go... I, I should have thought about this before. I'm just going to go old school. That's two words. Oh, you can hyphenate it, yeah, and then yeah. it becomes one. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah let's, hi- let's do that. Let's right, do that. I, I hyphenated it, and I put a K in there. Old school. Okay. I like school. that. Uh, school. S-K-O-O-L. School. Uh, I went with old school. I think pretty obvious. Um, the show, in my opinion, really captured the old school version of television uh the the sitcom era uh sitcom would have been a better one word impression. oh yeah it would have been Damn. are you gonna use that then well here's <laughs> no i won't actually yeah 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 uh, but i thought they nailed it um uh, if you take out the actual like marvel elements this seems like a great sitcom from the 60s or the 70s yeah, or whatever it seems, like an, it seems like a very popular uh yeah Seems like a few popular. popular, yeah. And I, I really thought they nailed that formula. Um, I th- Ravi was kind of joking uh, before he watched it. It's like, so it's a show made for Kevin Feige then? Like he made a show for himself? Probably. I was like, yeah, probably. Um, and, uh, <laughs> but they nailed it. They did great. And uh, we'll get into this later. I'm curious to see how that, how this show was going to resonate with uh, young, um, like super young viewers who, you know, bad television is not, does not revolve around sitcoms. It revolves around streaming. They don't even know what cable is. Yeah, it d- right. Cable is a foreign concept. I, I, we're going to have that discussion. We'll see where it goes. But yeah, I'm going old school. 
Oh, that's a good school. thing. Do you know what would you say your one word impression is? I'm gonna go with Paul. Mm. Like Paul Bettany or Correct. Paul okay. Bettany. He uh Really got to show his acting chops, I would say, in these first two episodes. Really, and I think more than any other actor, it seemed like he enjoyed playing the sitcom tropes a lot. You know, being drunk with the gum and, you know, going to work and all those types of things. He really uh, he really shined and was, a, I think, a, a um, someone that stood out in these first two episodes. Something we haven't seen from him really either, obviously, in the MCU. He or was- his acting career recently. <laughs> well, he had a story. He had a story actually right before Iron Man. He talked about how his career was basically done. He yep. was in the office, I think, of his agent or some type of producer, <laughs> and they're like, "Dude, you're just you just don't have it anymore. Like, you're not going to be cast. There's this, there's not many roles for you anymore. Like, you are just in the back nine of your career. You're going to be like the fourth or fifth built star. No one cares." And it was like on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood. He went out. He sat on the sidewalk, kind of defeated. He got a phone call from John Favreau, who's like, "Hey, you want to be the voice of Jarvis in Iron Man?" He's like, "Okay." <laughs> oh man, changed uh, his life. Uh, real quick to go off of this, uh, uh, according to Wikipedia, Paul Bettany uh, was influenced by Dick Van Dyke and Hugh Laurie for his uh, his performance. Nice. Not so, Michael Learman in everyone's favorite um, never released film. Uh, Fruit of the Room as the character known as Cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> What's that released? It's on YouTube somewhere. It's on YouTube oh, somewhere. It's on YouTube. Yeah, uh, yeah. And for those listening, watching, it's a, a little short film that we did with uh, one of our active friends, Michael Lehrman. He basically plays a bunch of different fruit and <laughs> At, cucumber. In a boardroom meeting. In a boardroom meeting. <laughs> um, I want to talk about that real quick before I get my one more impression here. The gum thing. Yes. Mm. So he has gum in his circuitry. His, it comes up the gears. And yeah. he becomes drunk. I didn't look at him being drunk. I looked at it more as um, a sugar high. Sure. I, I, think, I think the idea behind that was in those old sitcoms, right? There were different, like, there was different coding, different keywords to implicate something else. So, you know, for example, back in the old school movies, if you saw two characters lying in a bed, next to each other or separate beds like that and they had lit there was a cigarette lit it means they had just had sex right and then cue cue the uh lonely island song i just had sex that was not in there but (laughs) things were things things weren't as uh explicit or you know there wasn't as much you know there was a lot of reading between the lines especially back then so i kind of read the gum scene as this is reading between the lines like he got drunk with his buddies type of thing i like to think it was a sugar high because he's never had real food, right? He doesn't eat, which was, we were reminded throughout the, the two episodes is, I don't eat human food. Ha, 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 ha. And maybe he's becoming human or something or taking on characteristics. So he took gum, which is typically high in sugar, and he had a sugar high. Hmm. That's how I like to look at it. Yeah. Uh, for my one word impression, I'm going to say, I'm going to cop out here and just say sword. <laughs> Loser, because I'm going to use that as a transition into a talking point. Wow. I know, right? I love that. That's the just, reason that you're skipping you, my, you, my so chapter we're using, listings? Uh, maybe. We'll see. I haven't decided if we'll get to our junior chapter listings. Or wow. Not. I spent all this time. My cash app is dollar sign whatever my name is. Nice. No, legitimately, that's my cash app name, whatever my name is. Oh, I thought it was morbid news. One. Damn it, Christian, you ruined the bit. <laughs> Anyway, I, I, I use the word sword because obviously um, the fr- throughout the f- the two episodes, we see a lot of obviously symbolism, some kind of cutaways between the, the typical sitting there 
and watching them in a sitcom where she kind of uh, where Wanda breaks the fourth wall or something happens, and then you know usually we see the the uh, sword symbol. And when I say sword, I'm referring to an offshoot of Shield, which is sword and shield, which is a protective agency used um, kind of like think of it like Shield, but extraterrestrial typically. Mm. And they use swords instead of shields. Also, uh, no, they have a ship that actually kind of resembles a sword that's partly why it's there. Also, Pokemon and they, Sword and Shield. The, the Pokemon the Sword and Shield. Two Pokemon games and the Sword and shield. shield card in the popular trading card game, Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Link and Zelda uses a Sword and Shield. <laughs> <laughs> there are Swords and Shield in Everywhere. Game of Thrones. Yeah. So, are. speaking of Sword and Shield, we will read through our Junus chapter listening. You're we'll damn s- right we will. We'll start with episode one here. I'm going to go through pretty quick. What? Because I can do that. We should spend at least an hour on Here this. we go. Episode one. And, and, and real quick, did anyone else find it interesting that the episodes are just called episode one, episode two? There's no subtitle in terms of what the episodes are called. It's just simply episode one, episode two. Do you think they're playing into the idea that we are watching the MCU, but we are watching a show within the MCU. <laughs> kind of, because especially at the end of episode one, they pull out and there's somebody watching them like it's a TV show. So potentially. Deadpool uh, applauded somewhere. <laughs> Imagine if Deadpool shows up in this. This is how <laughs> they introduced Deadpool into the MCU. I, it would make perfect, well, I don't know if it make perfect sense, but yeah, I could see it. So here we go. Episode one, Arjuna's DVD chapter listing. <clears throat> Insert laugh track. <laughs> so press the button, Arjuna. Insert laugh track. <laughs> Classic sitcom shenanigans. Stark lives as a toaster. <laughs> why Why did you put Stark lives as a toaster for the... Com- so Arjuna's referring, obviously, to uh, like a typical sitcom, something you would watch on television. There are commercials. And in episode one, there's one commercial. In episode two, there's another commercial. Uh, I'm curious, Arjun, why you put Stark Lives as a toaster. Oh, just because it was Stark Industries and it was like a toaster oven thing. So no reference to actual like Tony Stark living, just... Uh, Maybe. Well, maybe we'll talk about that. Maybe I have a weird, bold, predictional theory. Is it to do with the radio? Maybe. And the talking? And Chris Evans' no. recent recent discussions. No, there's no. I think I think that's. I, I mean, I think that's that's <laughs> totally like blew this out of order. That's uh, no. I think I think I think that's a different character. The, the radio voice. Breakfast for dinner. Mm. Oh man, classic. I think we have like legitimately breakfast for dinner now. Yeah. Shout out to Sokovia. Like shout out to Sokovia. Sokovia. Well, Sokovia's also destroyed, right? God. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> shout out to Sokovia. Rest in we peace. barely knew ya. Sokovia forever. Oh no. Oh no. A man chokes and no one cares. Sword. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Juno, that was probably your most concise uh Well, there's two episodes. I know, I know. But for for episode one, that's your most concise uh, DVD listing ever. Well, it it's it's tough to know. It's a sitcom. It's t- well, it's a sitcom, and it's tough to know what's important and what's not, right? So I didn't want to waste lots of chapter listings on the every single detail. What seemed like the superfluous plot points of them, you know, figuring out what the time is and like what the heart symbol is and going to work and figuring that stuff out. It didn't. It just felt like it was. I mean, part of, and I think that's part of the creation or the 
part of what they're trying to create with these first few episodes is they're throwing all this information at you, but you really have no idea what's important and what isn't. Now, you, there it. are some clues. There are some clues as to what is important, right? Like, you know, we'll get to this, but like the beekeeper in the in the second episode, that's there's some relevance there. There's um, certain characters that seem to be recurring or, or having some type of sentient quote, you know, type of moment. So right. there's some type of relevance potentially. Or how the character, or even how the non-wander and vision characters interact with each other. Correct. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is episode two, our Junior's chapter listing. <clears throat> Time to renovate. Scary movie. Scary noises. Color exists, and it's a helicopter. Did anyone notice the color scheme of the helicopter? Very Red and Iron Man. Very Iron Man esque. And then obviously there was the sword symbol again uh, on the toy. And then obviously when she when Wanda went to go pick up the toy, she looked behind her. Um, at a window, which I was, I assumed was a child's bedroom. No, it was the window that they were looking out of at the beginning of the episode, where the noise was. Yeah, bet you. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's yeah, also the second. So, color actually appears in the first episode in the commercial. I don't know if you guys the noticed this dot. on the toaster. The red yeah. dot, correct? Like a warning symbol, <clears throat> or an arc reactor starting up. Dun 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 dun. Oh hi, I'm Monica. <laughs> Hail Hydra. So this is, you're referring to the commercial, the Stricker, Striker? Yeah, the uh, the guy from Age of Ultron um, who created basically Wanda and her brother. So when I saw that, I Googled and I wanted it to be Striker. From X-Men? Yes, because then it could have been the X-Men tie-in. And I was like, whoa, this is great. They did it. So subtle, so beautiful. That would have been like, too much, I feel like. You yeah, would have been really confusing like episode people. episode two, yeah. getting the X-Men you would have been all the time. Like, just, just the entire X-Men burst through the house. <laughs> that would be fair. Actually, actually they should go back. I really want that. that to happen. The X-Men just bust in one episode. They just need to confuse people. Yeah. That's all they need to do. And then the next episode, it's like they never were there. They just go back to your regularly Very scheduled sitcom sitcom. Very sitcom Very yeah, sitcom Definitely I do it. that. I should do it. Uh, gum drunk. Gum drunk. I like Bad that. magic. B-movie. <laughs> Color exists to the time rewind. I'm preggers. I feel this is a little out of order. Yeah, yeah. With the last ones. I think uh, I'm Prager's comes before Color Exists 2. Yes. Yeah, Color Exists 2 is the very last thing. So. I, uh, fine. And yeah. then fine. the, yeah, so I think it, it should have been, so it would have been Bad Magic, I'm Prager's, B Movie, and then Color Exists right. 2. There we go. The I do whatever I want because time travel. You're writing, a, cha- you're writing a chapter listing, so therefore you kind of have to do it in the chronological order that something is portrayed. Otherwise, what's the point of the... I will say this. Listing? I will say this. Uh, if you look at some of the classic early 2000 chapter listings for movies like The Wild Wild West, you actually notice that the chapter listings are out of order because they probably didn't double check it. So I'm just trying to be accurate to DVD chapter listings and put them out of order to confuse the audience. But think it's an Easter egg, but it's not. And also to cover your tracks. So you're welcome. <laughs> I, sure. I am I am dedicated to the bit. I don't know if you are. I so let's, take this let's break into sword hair a little. So as we know, in the first episode, we you know dolly out from the TV screen and we see a person and it's some tools and things and, and, and the, the symbol, symbol, right? symbol symbol um it kind of looks like the rebellion symbol no? yeah. anyone yeah. yeah a little bit a little i a saw little, it. yeah I saw so star wars um and then obviously we see it on the helicopter Broker. we also see it on the beekeepers um 
Hazmat suit, suit, suit. It's not really has. It's a beekeeper suit. Um, you can see it, I believe, on the back of it. And then he turns. Uh, it's actually in our thumbnail, but you can't rev- you can't see a face or anything. It's completely kind of blacked out. I, I mean, many people have paused the image, brightened it, put color on it. And what did they get? A Just black, some random darkness. actor. Yep, like a go. random guy. Be, be, be I, I actually thought because we paused it when we watched it, and it, it looked a lot like Paul Bettany, but it, I don't think it is actually Paul Bettany. Maybe they used him as a stand-in. Who knows? So what do we think the the B... I mean, what's clear also is we're, we're hearing um, what sounds like a radio. We also, in the second episode, see a radio um, when she's at the housewives club at the pool party thing. We see the radio actually kind of explode and we hear a lot of sounds. Um, towards both ends of the episodes, I'm pretty sure I hear Randall Park mm-hmm. um, Correct. reaching out or saying to Wanda, who's doing this to you? Uh, so what do we think? What do we think is going on exactly? Do we think there's a villain? Is she the villain? What is a villain? What is good? What is so bad? I actually have the answer for this. Oh, okay. it's I, here. I'll actually break it down for you right now. This okay? is a social clip. Uh, and I want you to zoom in on me when you do this social clip. I don't know. <laughs> well, I thought you said you had the. That is the answer. What? The answer is I don't know. Ravi asked me a question and I answered as truthfully as I can. Okay, well, okay. So for those who are unfamiliar, uh, WandaVision is adapting the House of M arc in the the in for the MCU, and the House of M loosely is where Wanda creates an entire universe with her and Vision together. They have babies. They interact. They do a bunch of cool. They live a life basically, um, but it causes you know, reality to kind of crash in on itself because she's created a whole nother universe. Like dimension? Yes, correct. And that is how Doctor Strange gets involved and it becomes a whole thing. And Professor Xavier, I believe in the original one, gets involved. Lots of powerful mutants and telepaths and psychics all get involved because it's all in the mind. and No, it's in a different dimension. And uh, so I essentially think, especially because when she sees the beekeeper... Wanda says no. And then time reverses and it's fine. There's also a couple other moments when other characters seem to threaten the fabric of this reality and things become more intense. Episode one, where Mr. Hart starts choking on the food because he's questioning, where did you come from? Why, why, why? So real quick, this is a PSA. When you're meeting people for the first time, it's kind of embarrassing to eat their food and then, you know interrogate with questions and not chew your food. So if you're going to interrogate someone, chew your make food. sure you chew your food first. And swallow it first. And, swallow. and as he's dying, no one does anything. Mrs. Hart does nothing. Vision does nothing. And Wanda just kind of looks at him with this intense type of look, right? And, and then, then looks at who? Breaks. Vision? Uh, she looks at Hart. Mr. Hart. Then she looks at Vision and then she tells him to go save, save him and, and in her then, regular voice. Yeah. And then Vision. Not the sitcom so. voice. Exactly. Right. When in episode two, uh, Wanda is talking to the neighbor, I believe Dottie, um, about the talent show. And she's like, I don't like you or your husband because you're different. We know things about you. We know things about you. There's a, there's a, you know, it all becomes intense again. Very similar. Like the camera angle changes a little bit. It becomes a little bit more intimate. You're breaking that sitcom a little bit. And then the radio starts going crazy. The glass in her hand breaks, and you see the red blood on her hand. So it's another in color, in color. Uh, and then in the, that's color. a Dolby Vision color blood. 
<laughs> that is two hundred and twenty-five million dollar blood. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, and then the, the third one is the beekeeper. She sees the beekeeper. She recognizes it. She says, no, time goes backwards and nothing happens. Uh, I believe Vision, even before that, questions like, this isn't right. That's when he goes out. She reverses it and then he's fine. And we color comes in yep. uh, and things move. I would assume things move into the next decade, right? Because like the first episode was 50 sitcom. Second episode was 60 sitcom. And then I'm sh- I'm assuming each episode. Yeah, be there's a been a couple of promotional like trailers and pieces, and there's a there's a um, a particular um, promo piece where Wanda when where Wanda is sitting and she's talking directly to camera. Very kind of what's that ABC Family sitcom show that's done in the office style with the. Um, Oh my god! I've got it like right on the. Oh, tip of my I know tongue. what you're talking about with the big family. Yeah, Sophia Vergara. Yes. Um. Wow. Modern Family. Yes. Modern, modern Family. family. Good job. Yes. Good job. I don't even watch that shit. I don't very, either. <laughs> so my theory, because um, because obviously we got a lot of like Bewitch vibes from this one, and Bewitch was actually broadcasted on ABC back in the day. That's true. So my guess is we could probably realistically figure out pretty quickly like which shows from ABC through the decades they may poke at i'm i'm sure we're gonna see obviously the the modern family one and when they get to the 20s are they gonna do mandalorian (laughs) that would be amazing (laughs) that would be that would be great i'm fine with that that's that's the surprise actor the new storyteller grogu yes Grogu. (laughs) not pedro that's the baby she's gonna give birth to grogu that'd be kind of weird that'd be i don't (laughs) i don't know if i'd like that that i think it would be great so it, what based on what you're saying, Arjun, what we saw, it, it kind of sounds like she's created the pocket universe herself because obviously we know she misses Viz. Vision. Um, Viz. <laughs> she calls him Viz. Yeah, I know. She misses Viz. Obviously, Thanos take has you know kills Vision because he needs the Soul Stone. And at the end of Endgame, there's uh, I, I completely forgot this, but at the very end of Endgame, she's talking to Hawkeye on the beach. And she says to him, I can still feel I can still feel uh, Black Widow and I can still feel vision um, in this afterlife, this in-between place, whatever it is. Um, so I'm wondering, mm. my, my theory is she's created this world. She's populated with, you know, either people that are dead, dead. Um, maybe some sword agents have infiltrated it like... Um, Monica Rambo Rambo, who we first are introduced to in Captain Marvel Marvel as a child, the child. So she's obviously older. So it would make sense that her character no, being that she, her mother was part of the air force. Um, so she probably knew about Captain Marvel. She probably grew up and entered sword. So it's, I'm wondering if this little town is populated both with dead people and with people that are real, um, like real are still alive, right? Like sword agents. So like Monica's character, but like the other housewife that says that I know who you are. I think she's, she's dead hmm. and she's been brought back and she's being forced to play this horrific thing. And then I also believe Wanda has made herself forget what is happening. And then there's still a piece of her brain, like a subconscious that when she sees the beekeeper, she knows to rewind and adjust so that she can live this fantasy out. So potentially, I mean, uh, one of the the earlier reviews I saw about One Division was there's a lot of like Legion vibes here, where Legion, which was an FX show um, that follows uh, Exa- Charles Xavier's son, 
um, his secret son. His secret son has a. We're seeing a lot of kind of similarities there, where there's a main character who you can't trust based on what we're seeing, what information they're presenting, and then there's also kind of a, a split personality type thing happening. So, um, no, this is not my theory. I don't know very much about Scarlet Witch and her comic book arc and the character in general. So this is not my theory. It's actually a very popular theory. Um, Agnes, the noisy neighbor, played by Catherine Hahn, is actually Agatha Harkness. Oh, I saw that. Which is a which is another psychic uh, person. Well, she's a sorcerer. She's a sorcerer, and she apparently is very important to Scarlet Witch uh, in a comic book arc where she's going through some like mental illness stuff. Um, she actually, yeah, she helps her and acts as kind of like a guide, which you kind of kind of trains her. Yeah, which you you saw in the first episode where she saves introducing her to this neighborhood, the neighborhood, and then also being there for her when she needs to cook, and providing milk. the cat. Her husband also hasn't the been rabbit? seen. Yeah, yeah, the rabbit. The cat, Jesus, Juno. Whoa. The reality is, it's falling apart for you. Maybe I'm Wanda. Also, you know, in the original <laughs> comic books, Wanda and her brother, Quicksilver, are the children of uh, another famous mutant, Magneto. So you hunt, then. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say it's so weird? Magneto. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> well, I mean, well, X-Men yeah. now are part of the MCU. I'm just saying they could, they could introduce... Who, uh, who, who, even uh, though her parents are dead in the in the movies, yeah, but maybe they were just adoptive, adopted. You're right, adoption. That's true. Yeah. Um. I, honestly, it makes too much sense not to introduce some kind of Magneto or at least some references to it. Uh, in fact, that's gonna go ahead and be my bold prediction. I know we're jumping ahead a little bit, but my bold prediction <laughs> that will be a reference to Magneto, and, and I think X-Men. it's gonna be in the form of like metal. Doing weird things. But not as her father, right? Because her parents die. They're adopted. Well, because she, she, she was adopted. Because yeah. they were adopted. adopted, potentially. Yeah, Magneto gave him up and uh, sent him to Sokovia. I don't, I, I, that's, that's an easy rewrite. You can you can retcon that however you want. Uh, it's going to be, Magneto's going to be, there'll be a reference and something with metal. It's going to be some kind of metal, like magnets. Or how do they work? Oh, so you're saying a magnet we put onto a fridge? Is that a magnet Ooh, reference? Oh yeah! As soon as I see a magnetic thing on fridge, <laughs> I'm gonna pause it. Like, That's it. Yeah. Did, uh, real quick, did you guys? Um, I know we're jumping all over the place here, but did you all notice, like during the magic show and then during the housewives, like sitting down prepping for the show, there was this? You know, we're, we're doing it for the children, but then yeah. at the magic show, and and from what we've seen, there's been no children, no children anywhere. whatsoever. Very Grand Theft Auto like. <laughs> That's right. There are no children, thank God, in that game. Actually, correct. I, I don't. I mean, this this is definitely a stretch. But Grand Theft Auto, a little pocket universe that you can wander around in. This little pocket universe. So is she's playing a, a video game. Is that a thing? It's not a TV not. show. It's a video game. Yeah, it kind of is, right? It's like a simulation. Yeah. So, yeah. So is it a simulation or is it a pocket universe or is it another is dimension? It? It probably doesn't matter too much unless they go decide to go that route where they want to uh, explain the mechanics mm-hmm. because I'm sure the rules of what you can and can't do are different in each one. Right. So they probably will then. They'll, they'll probably have to explain the limits of her power within this universe. If she's created the whole thing, she's essentially God and can do whatever she wants. Cur- if which she's which being we've controlled. Seen. Yeah, which, which we've, we've seen. seen. She, she, she has some control. It's just does she have all the control? And... um. If she's keeping other people out, how much influence do the people who are infiltrating have? How much control do they have? Which you would think none, but they—they we already see that they do though because they can interact with her. Right. They can influence. That influence actually, her. so speaking of infiltrating, then it's like Inception. The beekeeper <laughs> is a is an agent potentially, potentially trying to break in. 
That's what I would assume. Because then it would make more sense in a 1950s suburbia. If you're going to see something kind of weird, probably the weirdest thing you would see at night is a beekeeper coming up from the drain. From the manhole. From a, yeah, I have seen yeah. that before. Uh, when I was in college and I was walking back to my dorm, I did. there was a student that emerged from a manhole and said, I'm the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, motherfucker. Do you have any pizza? Please tell me this is... this. Is was this in the day or at night? This is at night. Holy fuck. It was pretty cool. Was Wait, pretty is this real? Story. Yeah, it really happened. I saw, Arjuna, I saw a student. You work we late. Know, you work, used to work late, yeah. and I remember like you would stay up late or stay up for days at And you time, were a giant so. cokehead. Yeah. What? <laughs> I'm kidding. No, you were a shroom Just head. kidding. Yeah. Oh, God. No. Jesus. Um, I was completely I was completely sober. I had n- nothing, nothing crazy. I had a regular sleep schedule at, at that time. Yeah. Uh, quick, quick, yeah. Quick comment here from Lauren WW. Uh, what about the rewind moment? Do we think she's trying to create a perfect world for herself? Yes. So yeah, what is the rewind moment? Because that that's probably that's probably key. Shows that she has all the control, mm-hmm. at least with time. Um. I, so yeah. So yeah. I think I think what she's trying to do is vision at right before she rewinds it. He's starting to become aware of it. Something's not right. In fact, he says something's not right. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know something's not right? Well, a character. How says do we know he thinks that? Right. He says it. So. I think when they see the beekeeper, that is the red, you know, the red flag moment for her that, oh, wow, we need to, like, take a step back. Take a step back literally. because he's starting to become aware. Because she is aware of something. She is a, She is aware, maybe not fully consciously, but she's aware to know, and she's trying to create this harmony with vision, right? It's very much about her creating the perfect life. That's why she's pregnant at the end of the episode, right? They're, they're having their lives. They get the wedding rings. They have the house. Um so I think it's it's her trying to create the perfect life for them. And I think if anyone becomes aware, as we've seen in these first two episodes, it causes some type of disturbance. And physical within, harm. Within her. Physical think harm it happens to these extra characters with the blood on the hand or choking to death on a piece of breakfast. If we go with the theory that this that she's creating everything and imagining everything. The disturbance is within her. It's whenever yeah. she is disturbed, and then it, it manifests in the external world, right? Um, that's going to be. I mean, that's that's probably the the easiest like theory. Like uh, she, it, it, the outer world is just a representation of her inner world. So when she gets disturbed, disturbing things happen, <laughs> such as when Vision becomes aware. It's I'm like, going to jump real quick. I want to throw out my bold prediction as well. Um, because and I'm I'm basing mine based on a lot of the comments and media and things that were said. You should go off your own intelligence. <laughs> nah. I'm going to go also what I want to see, which is I believe. So we know that some special character or someone is going to pop up in this show. Paul Bettany, Ooh. for whatever reason, said that. Arjuna has his own tinfoil, tinfoil hat theory, which is Disney told him to say that in order to kind of build up Of course up they did! Anyway, regardless, regardless, you know, her new love interest is Vision. She fell in love with Vision, Wanda, because of the death of her brother. And she has created this world where people that have passed can come back. I believe that she's going to, at some point, attempt to or bring back her brother Quicksilver. I hate to break this to you. Yes. But it, it's pretty much already confirmed he's in the show. Quicksilver? Yes. How? He, 
They saw the actor on the set, and there's pictures of him <laughs> on the set. Why would you tell me that? Maybe they're friends. They did Godzilla together. Yeah, and they were husband and wife in that one. Whoa, yeah, but whoa. So, but it's they're playing their actors. This is okay. weird. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that that wouldn't be a big shock. I feel like. No. Well, that's gonna be my my theory. So right in the out. That's such an easy theory. Yeah. Go bold. Be like. Batman shows up. <laughs> wow, that's so that's bold. That's not bold. That's unbelievable. Stupid. Is that your season prediction or is that your episode three prediction? That's my, you uh, should make it episode three. My, really my bold. bold prediction is going to be that Quicksilver shows up. My episode three prediction is that we're going to hit multiple decades. So this entire in, series. In episode three? Yes, this entire series is eight episodes, I believe. Nine, nine, nine episodes. So we need to kind of get through the decades and this novelty of being in a decade and something happening pretty quick. Um, right now, we're roughly, you know, 50s, 60s. So I think the next episode is going to be 70s, 80s. Episode four is going to be, you know, 90s. And then by episode like five, you know, we'll be kind of done with this like, oh, we're jumping through whatever. And then we'll just kind of mix, mismatch all of these uh, different decades. I think it's going to be about four clear, distinct decades, 50s, 70s, 80s, or 70s, 80s, then 90s, and then like early 2000s. What do we think the end game is for this show? So, well, it's a miniseries. Right, exactly. Yeah. But so I, I think back to, there's obviously the natural comparison to The Mandalorian, right? And that was very much a show, like we didn't really know what it was about. And all the pre, you know, before it came out, we're like, we know there's this Mandalorian character, and that's it. And then, you know, by the end of episode one, we kind of met the Baby Yoda character, and we kind of realized, okay, this is the show of him and this this baby. Um, do we think, like, this miniseries is just encapsulating Maybe. the mystery of why they're in this sitcom? Like, do we think that's the... Well, I'm going to say something really mean to all the Marvel fans, and everyone's going to hate me. That's fine. The point of a Marvel movie or show is to get to the next thing. That's the end game. Whatever we're being presented here. Avengers Endgame was not about that. It was basically basically to reshuffle everything to create something to get to next. And the next thing from Endgame in the uh, WandaVision storyline is this. And then from here is going to get us to the next thing, which is a Doctor Strange thing. So somehow... Because we know from all the early publicity and everything is that Doctor Strange picks up shortly or around the time of this show. It's very kind of connected. So the point of this show the and the end the, the end game of the show is to get us to Doctor Strange. I uh, mean, Doctor Strange is going to show up in this show. I would yeah, be I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch was on their freaking live stream um, presser what? that they dropped. <laughs> uh, he was on it. And then uh, who's the other actor? Oh, um, I know. Who? Edward Norton. So I think you're as abs- the Hulk. So you're right. You're just right kidding. that that is just, a that's function. A joke. That's a joke. Yeah, that's fine. You, that is a function of uh, the Marvel stuff. I actually think though this is going to be a little Loki. Bit Loki was sorry. Loki was the other one yeah. that popped up on their live. We did know we, that has been confirmed that like these. Sh- this is they're all connected. Yeah, we, we, uh, it's Marvel. Of course, they're going to do that. The actual show though is going to be about Wanda healing. Like uh, the the end game is for her to probably face a version of herself. Oh, first Thanos. Uh, and then eventually come to come to terms with what's happened. So such an endgame and and become whole again. So here's my she's qu- splintered. She's so fractured. here's so here's my question, right? Like yeah. every Marvel movie has some type of 
villain battle. It'll be her. Thing. It'll be a version of herself. Oh, so you think it like there's no actual either that or bad, like bad or it'll be Agnes. If Agnes mm-hmm. is Agatha Harkness, Agatha is like you need to heal. Here's how you do it. Kill. And me. our protagonist is going to resist. It's going to set up some kind of fight. Agnes will win, and Scarlet. I mean, Scarlet will heal. I think that's going to be the end game. Question, because Arjun just kind of says something interesting. You know, the thing that really set her off and got her very upset, obviously, was the death of Vision. Yeah. Death by Thanos' hand. Maybe Thanos is the surprise. That's what I'm wondering. Like, Ooh, that'd be good. Josh Brolin. That but, would be... But as Josh Brolin, not as Thanos. That would be he way more up, interesting. He shows up in the sitcom universe. That would be hot. As like... Uh, as yes. like a, As like a... Yes. I don't know. A, the co- rival- a sheriff. A no, sheriff. No, no, no. It's a cook-off. It's, it's, cook- it's like a, a pie contest for the town. Oh man, that'd be incredible! But he still does. The, he still that. does the Thanos voice. Yes, like <laughs> he still acts he's like, like Thanos. I am inevitable, <laughs> and it's a and pie contest. Like, yeah. Well, well, well. Here's something: Josh Brolin's contract, um, from what I understand, maybe this is false. Is there like rumors I've read on the internet? Take it with a huge pound of salt. <laughs> but what are you a barefoot contestant? <laughs> Just a little pinch. <laughs> but apparently. <laughs> His uh, his contract his contract went beyond Endgame, like in terms of movie and TV ser- show series appearances. Like, yep. he there's a good chance he's going to show up in the Eternal somehow because, spoiler alert, he uh, he is an Eternal. What? Uh, <laughs> Thanos is an Eternal. <laughs> Can you explain that? If, you know, honestly, for, for people listening, because I, I, I don't, don't know what that a shit means when I when I say that. But what is an Eternal, Arjuna? So the Eternals are this species within the MCU that, and I don't know a ton about the Eternals, but they are basically a species um, that have these like super, they're basically like the original superheroes, I guess is the way to put it. They, they are these beings with supernatural abilities. And I believe Thanos is like a, an Eternal who went bad, at least in the comics. So people wonder with the Eternals coming out, um, if if that becomes kind of a a thing, like the Eternals essentially are like godlike beings within. Yeah, they're basically like the they're, so. This is yes, it's, no. It's kind of Asgard. weird. So the Eternals, they're a offshoot of humanoids from thousands of years ago. Kind of think of it like Stargate. I'm very into Stargate. Just said that. Uh, like they're like the ancient humans. Like they're like ancients. the Gwawuld. They're like no. no. They're parasites, Krishna. They're oh. fucking snakes, man. I don't know the show. Snakes in your head. <laughs> Starring Samuel Jackson. Ooh, snakes <gasps> on the plane. Samuel Jackson. He's gonna. He's definitely gonna show up in the show as well. You think Thanos that? or Samuel Jackson? Uh, Samuel Jackson. Is Nick Fury? But he's on a ship. You guys think they're not on Earth? How do you know? It's Shield. I mean, excuse me. It's Sword. You so Sword is a and extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial group. Already. Yeah, but why not? Well, then actually, they could be on Earth. And I'm the not thing saying that, they are, but the thing that could have caused one to set off in this way could be some kind of alien thing. Thanos. I also Thanos think Thanos was extraterrestrial yeah, but he can't be back. who killed Vision. Right. So therefore, Sword is overstepping you that like, boundary. Hang you, on, hang on. Hold on. No, no. You sound like the CIA and the FBI when they were like, well, this happened this way, but because <laughs> the person was born here Hello? and then the, the, the thing. That makes it believable. <laughs> Sword is like, you know what, S.H.I.E.L.D., you fucked too much shit up. We're stepping in. This is extraterrestrial. She could be an alien for all we know. Um, her pain was caused by an alien. We're stepping in. S.H.I.E.L.D. sucks. So because her Team pain Sword. was caused by an alien. <laughs> 
That's, that's yeah. how they get jurisdiction. That's how they get jurisdiction up this, oh, this and uh, also the, the situation. Sp- the, the Spider-Man after credit scene obviously sets up Nick Fury being on a ship, you know, with the <laughs> scrolls, which heavily, you know, heavily implies that he's already started potentially sword within the MCU. Oh, yeah. So that's, true. that's why if Sword is in this, it makes sense to have Nick Fury. Also, this is kind of, you know, we've talked about this before. WandaVision is now kind of like Iron Man 1, right? This is basically the first thing that resets the MCU after Endgame. I know you had Far From Home, but that was like an epilogue essentially to Endgame, especially because of the time gap we've had between new MCU content and this kind of you know whether it was intentional or not. I, I, it doesn't seem like it was intentional. Intentionally supposed to be the first thing in the, you know, the next phase of the MCU, but it's setting off the whole multiverse arc that seems to be the arc of at least Phase Four and the next thing of MCU. It just makes sense to have that guy. Like he's the guy that always shows up at the end. It's like oh, I have the Avengers initiative, and so he's going to be like I have the sword initiative. Yeah. Would you, you know, like a sword? <laughs> fun fact: This wouldn't be Nick Fury's first cameo on a Marvel television show. Correct. Obviously, the first one would be Agents of Shield. He was in that. He was in the very first episode. It was very. It was like the big shock, shocking thing. God, that feels like a lifetime ago that that it show was. came out. It I mean, it, it came out ten years in ago. like 2013. That ten was years eight ago. years ago. Holy ten shit. years ago. No, eight. We have a great comment from Lauren WW. You can hear the FBI guy on the radio, so it's on Earth. Not necessarily. Maybe they're on the spaceship as well. Because but the agent, the agent is probably Randall Park's character, Jimmy Woo. It's definitely, is. it's definitely him. I used um, who is that uh, actor app? Is there an app? That's for that? funny. Uh, no, there's um, there are apps to identify a movie. Yeah, so like you can listen to a sound clip of a movie and it'll tell you like, oh, this is so and so movie, that's cool. and it will list out like actors. Shazam for movies. Yeah, basically. Yeah, but there's nothing very specific to like that sound clip is definitely Randall Park. Oh. I mean, it likely is. We know Randall Park is appearing as Jimmy Woo. He was on the Wikipedia cast list. Yes, and and there's pro- so there's probably a good chance he's associated <laughs> with Sword at this point. He's been, you know, um, he's one of the government agents that appeared in the MCU. Love him. That is now they're just going to round up and put into this one Sword organization. I had read somewhere speaking of like the radio transmissions. You know, Arjun, I don't know if you had another suggestion who, as who you could have heard on the radio. Do you think? I've been hearing people on Twitter specifically are, are saying, oh, they believe they heard Chris Evans in there. No. Um, I didn't hear no. it. I didn't hear it myself, but I didn't. I wasn't paying too much attention to who it could be either. I was just like, it just sounded like distorted voice on the radio. Oh, I thought you were saying you didn't hear the radio voice. I'm like, did you watch the show? No, actually, I didn't. I'm actually improv this whole thing. Wow, that's impressive. Wow, that's you. like me with Mad Max. Get out. Yeah, leave. Uh Question on the radio, too, and the music p- uh, pieces. Did anyone pick up, I believe in episode two, <laughs> when she's talking to the housewife and the radio is about to explode, the music is not all from that pe- time period. Correct. Uh, there's some 70s and there were some 80s jingles and jams in there, which I thought was also interesting. That's just her losing the grip on reality, or th- at least the, the reality she's created at that Part point. of losing the control, yeah. Yeah. You would think, right? No, I, I, my, my, my whole point to it is, is, is it's yeah. it's a nice way to kind of once again show how she's losing control and that we're jumping through the decades. Yeah. Anyone disappointed there's no after credit scenes? Uh, 
no, no, super happy. Super happy. Yeah, I kind of like the fact that there's no, yes. there's no next time. There's no none of that. Like, yeah. I'm fine with that. No, it doesn't have to be next time. Just an after credit yeah, scene. No. It's very part of the leave MCU. it. Leave it for the last episode. But they should That's not be related. They should not be related. They should be. They should be like. Um, just random. It should you be know, like Troy and Abed. You in the know morning. who trolled really well with like after credit scenes? Deadpool. No. Um, <laughs> in terms of series, the um, Earth's might not Earth's Mightiest Heroes. The DC, the Young Titans show. They would have after credit type scenes where it was just a character just kind of sitting or doing something mundane, oh, yeah. like making dinner. And they would have the credits rolling and it would go on for like two, three, four minutes or whatever. And some, I think only once there was like a piece of information in there, but all other times it was just literally just something soothing and interesting to just kind of watch as you look at the credits. That was a nice way to like troll people. Yeah. Well, I'm a, I am absolutely okay with no after credit things. I, I just hate having a, you know, Either fast forward through the credits or wait for the credits to end. I, I will say, I will say, um, episode, we have a comment here where it talks about there being ten minutes of credits, and the yeah. credits are very long for the Disney Plus shows. I've noticed, and because when the first episode ended, it was thirty minutes. It, it was listed as thirty minutes, but the episode ended at like twenty three minutes, very much in the sitcom. You know, it's like twenty one, twenty two, twenty three minutes. But then when I saw seven minutes left, I'm like, oh, there must be an after credit scene. Yeah, so no. I like scrub through, <laughs> and it's just I think because they put like all of the international credits and all the dubbings and. Stuff. Well, it's also the Super crew. Long. The crew is large on this. I yeah. mean, two hundred twenty-five million dollars. It better yeah. be. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of creative people, <laughs> artists, and everything working on this. So it makes sense. And I think you could say, I think Kevin Feige kind of said it at one point. Like this is, you know, a TV movie, but yeah. like on steroids, like crazy. Like each yeah. episode, the whole thing has been treated like a movie. Yeah. So there's a lot of people working on this, and you know they deserve their credit. So I think that's a okay to have. Yeah. Listed out. Well, you you need it. You people gotta get that credit. Exactly. I don't know if that's a rule. Actually, is there a law saying people got? There isn't. Is there? Like a, I honestly don't know if there's like a legal ruling or what. That I mean, probably is. I would assume FCC probably has something where you're supposed to list out certain pieces of like contact information or where things are shot mm. and to kind of also like legal like legally say like yes we were allowed to shoot in Atlanta Georgia yeah etc like those types of things um, and then I'm also sh- I believe from like a credit standpoint like deterrent based on like the type of cameras or post production facilities that are used. Um, or processes, those companies will have rules like, hey, you have to list us and give us credit. You know? Right. So. But yeah, maybe it's, um, oh, we got a comment here. It's long because it's international distribution, so it has all the credits for localization, which makes total sense. Before we get into um, some last of our bull predictions, a couple of questions that I was thinking mm. uh, during this, and this these aren't questions necessarily about the, the show in terms of the MCU, but more kind of like how this show is in a way, a new piece of content, right? In the sense that MCU has primarily been these big blockbusters, these big action-packed movies. Um, I think between, you know, the longest time period to pass has been more recently, but in terms of when the movies were really going, you know, it's typically like six, eight months or less, and then you'd have these big blockbusters, et cetera, et cetera. Where now, obviously, the MCU is doing... Disney Plus. We knew that this was coming. There's a whole bunch of shows coming. I guess the big question right now, and it's hard to tell, obviously, because it's just two episodes, but do you think this works 
I would say for the casual MCU fan, does it work for the hardcore fan? Does this work for like somebody that's like, hey, I'm stuck at home in COVID. I need something to do. Where do you guys think this plays in MCU and new types of content? I guess it depends on how you identify a casual MCU fan. <laughs> because uh, mom and dad. I would say, well, that, that's different though, because mom and dad are, are people who grew up with sitcoms from the 60s and 70s. So I feel like they're going to like it for a different reason. Like specifically, I know mom loves like Bewitched and stuff. So I think she's going to like that style of like, hey, this is honoring she's that type love of it. stuff. Yeah. Versus do I think mom and dad would understand anything we just discussed with sword and the beekeeper and Monica Rambeau? Hell no. No. <laughs> so it works for them. But then- if you have the more casual MCU fan that's younger, that doesn't give two shits about the sitcom stuff uh, and just wants kind of the next MCU chapter, I think this is very much uh, slow in terms of, you know, is it going to capture their imagination immediately? I don't know. I don't. It's hard to say because obviously we're not in those shoes. Mm. But I would imagine they watched these first two episodes and were like, okay, like, what's happening <laughs> you know mm. um i've been looking at kind of like what happened with the prequels and specifically around the prequel prequel um prequels subreddit on reddit so the prequel star wars trilogy came out you know early 2000 when a lot of the gen z generation were very very young or, or not even around and then what they did was they kind of took those movies and they memefied the hell out of it and that's how they kind of consumed that content I wonder if Marvel's done a really good job kind of saying, hey, this is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They've already done that with all the movies. Yeah. I can't. I would imagine that they're going to look at this, figure out how to memify it. But then on a, on a different level where like the show has a lot of heavy references to I Love Lucy and Bewitched, I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing some of these older shows like Bewitched memified and kind of connected to what we're seeing um, with WandaVision. Mm. Also, here's the other thing about the MCU. What is it at its core? We've talked about this before. They are the modern-day action blockbuster. These the first, movies are, for right. certainly. But these first two episodes... But this is still an extension of the movies, right? Yeah, but they're. It, I think it's pretty clear that they're pivoting, and that's more than okay. And we may still get our blockbuster action I, I, scene anyway. I don't disagree, but what I'm saying is, for, again, for the casual fan, yeah. they don't necessarily care about, like, is this, you know, a new thing or pivoting. If, if you're looking at the content that you've had before and this is a new content, you might lose some of those casual fans because the simple question will be, where is the action? Where is the... Well, that's, the, big, but that's the beauty, so. though, of Disney Plus is it's not that... This is replacing the movies. Yeah. Granted, we are in a very tough situation right now where going to a movie theater is a bad idea. But in the normal world, when things hopefully kind of get back to normal, you're going to have both. You're going to sure. have the option of the Disney Plus, and you're still going to have those big MCU mm -hmm. action films, which is great. But the problem is you don't right now. That well, is the that, issue. Right, but you can't also not just not have content because no, I agree. of everything. I agree, but I just I just wonder, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure... I, if, if, you, if there's a $225 million budget, of course they're going to have big action sequences. Yeah, that better it's, be. It's also Where the, else is the money going? It's, it's, also, it's also, right, it's also comic book. It's, it's also superhero comics. Like, of course there's going to be some type of action sequences. I'm just saying 
especially in the week to week model, especially with these first two episodes, I just wonder. I just wonder how much patience and how much time those casual fans are going to be like until they're just like, "All right, nothing's really happening. I'm just going to check out and maybe binge it later." Or I don't which really is, need to pay attention to this. Type which of is thing. which is totally fine though. Disney doesn't lose money whether we watch it now or they binge it at the end. Right. I think the format is abs- In fact, the TV the the episodic format for that we're seeing works better for a comic book story than a movie does anyway. The comic books are naturally laid out in arcs yep. and series. So I think this form is obviously here to stay because uh, it, it clearly works. Um, Arjun is absolutely right, right? We People definitely tune in for the Marvel, at least so far, to see the, the one-liners, the humor, which, by the way, this show has tons of, even if it is a little dated, which is the point. Yeah. Um, uh, but oh, also Benny. the big the big action, the CGI, the you know the, that good stuff, and I've, we're definitely gonna get it. Um, so I, I I personally I it's it's here to stay. I think it definitely works. Uh, also, the nice thing about TV shows is that the, they better be different, right? If this one isn't is a little bit lighter on the big blockbuster action scenes, I think that's okay because we're gonna get plenty of that, and we know the shows that are coming anyway. Well, um, Captain Falcon, when, Winter Soldier, um, Captain, uh, Falcon? Captain, Captain Falcon, Captain Falcon, Captain Falcon, and uh, Winter Guardian, Falcon of the Winter Soldier. Um, he, he knows he's he's messing. Uh, with yeah, you know the uh, <laughs> the Asgardians of Stargate <laughs> Two. No, uh, so you know I, I, I'm I'm glad I'm mm-hmm. glad that we're seeing this because the one thing that Marvel was suffering from before COVID was that the movies were sort of sort of before Endgame, we're sort of kind of blending together. We're getting a lot of the same storylines. We're getting a lot of not, not very memorable stuff. Sure, sure. This is already memorable because it's so, it's the most different, so different. thing we've seen it's in, black in Marvel. Because it's black and white, it's four by three. It's great. It's wonderful. It's just change it up a little bit. Yeah, I got. didn't spend X amount of money on, a, on a, a screen that's 16 by nine ratio to watch a four by three. Thank God you didn't buy that 100 inch TV for this. Yeah, he did. I did. But you didn't though. You, didn't you should never ever buy... Correct. A hundred inch TV Unless it's for, for the Super Bowl. A four by three. <laughs> and I would never buy a TV for the Super Bowl because But you've done it yeah. before. No, not for the Super Bowl. Well not for the Super Bowl. You buy around Super Bowl. Yeah, time. because you get your best deals yeah. on TVs around. So it's Super for the Bowl. Super Bowl. It's not for the Super Bowl. Whether you know it or not. Football not is the, the best TV sport to consume. Or the best sport to consume on TV. Oh, Krishna, what <laughs> is your episode three bull prediction? Uh, episode three prediction. Um, I think I think it's it's going to take place in the seventies, and I think we're going to get uh, a bit more like real life issues. So we're still well, obviously there's two layers to the show, right? There's the sitcom level, and then there's the what's actually happening level with uh, with Wanda, right? Like in terms of her her mental stability and whatnot. I think at the sitcom level. For the next episode, it's because the stakes are going to elevate. As in, we're going to get maybe, maybe there'll be like a little kid. Maybe there's a little pregnancy scare. Um, like the the stakes on the sitcom level will be raised uh, because the '70s, I think, was a time when they started to take more risks with their sitcom. So them going through. Even at the basic sitcom level, we're going to get a nice rising action. So forget about what's going to happen with Wanda and how she's going to lose control and the state of her her mental wellness. Forget about that. The sitcom level is going to be more intense and will probably play into um, her losing control Yeah, as the stakes are elevated, as they hopefully naturally occur in this show. 
<laughs> what nice intonation was that? There. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, My brain you, melted. So do you think, real quick, I just actually kind of, I googled uh, best 1970s ABC show specifically, just so we can have an idea of what's coming. Uh, Happy Days, Three's Company, MASH, mm. um, The Brady Bunch. Oh, interesting. I, I bet they go Brady Bunch. I think they're going to go Brady Bunch. Um, Mork and Mindy. Oh, yeah. Mork and Mindy. That's Robin Williams. Uh, Mork and Mindy. So Mork, Mork and Mindy might make more sense. Mork is an alien. He's an alien. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That would be interesting. Maybe it's a combination. Maybe we'll get a bunch. I mean, they, they have been. There's definitely combos. Like, they're yeah. not just doing one show. Family right. Feud was a big one. Oh, Obviously the game that, show. The game show. Ooh, game show. Doo-doo. Game show Doo-doo. format. The six, the six million dollar man. Oh, good. Vision. Good Vision good is a good one. Basically that. Starsky and Hutch. Oh, God. <laughs> that would be freaking Oh, awesome. if we could get a buddy cop episode. <laughs> here's, a, here's a couple interesting ones. Bowstar Galactica. Hmm. I mean, that's just cool for us. Bionic Woman. Mm. But I mean, I think they're sticking to sitcoms, though. No, for that's sure, for sure. But I'm wondering well, if we'll see they? other elements yeah. there. I mean, we see we saw sitcom in some of the promo stuff, and we've seen sitcom obviously in the first two episodes. But I don't think there's anything that has said WandaVision takes place throughout the decades of sitcoms. No, we're well, just assuming. Yeah. yeah, maybe it does. I, I think, I think Wonder Woman, by the way, is another one that came out in the 70s. That would be fascinating if they... Wonder Vision, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman came out last month. <gasps> this month, they just show they just show clips from Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> but ABC destroyed it back then. Interesting. Yeah, because uh, yeah, it was that's fascinating. Pre Disney, pre yeah, that was all pre Disney. Yeah, and that's how the DCEU was saved. And that's how Batman can appear. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Batman, <laughs> uh, Arjuna, your bold predictions, episode three, and then overall season one. Uh, my bold prediction for episode three is that no one will get their bold prediction right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. No, I would say uh, my bold prediction for episode three, because it'll be the the one-third way mark in the story, I think we'll get our first big turning point, you know, the first big uh, change in the, the story that's been presented itself. So I'm going to say um, we get a big battle Ooh. that answers some questions, and leaves a ton more questions as well. All right, I like so that big episode battle. Three. So big battle is what we're going to say. Big, like uh, big ass battle. Big ass battle. Big ass. And then your season Bam. long prediction? Uh, I would say my season one prediction is that there is no secret actor, and it was all bullshit. <laughs> 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 or it's like very obvious, you know what I mean? Like so then not really. So then, Tom so then the, the phrase "secret actor" or "guest actor" that then it's all through perception, really. Correct. I so think then it, your prediction's already correct, essentially. No, because uh, if Tony, if Robert Downey Jr. shows up as Tony Stark, that uh, that qualifies for Paul Bettany's statement, right? But no you could did. argue though that that's not really a secret. It is because he's be part of the MCU. No, I don't know. No, that no, you'd just be wrong at that point. Why? Because yeah, well. it's Robert Downey Jr. He's dead. Like there's there's been mm. nothing connected to this think, one. If we think about it, though, if it's her world, she can create anything. It Correct. wouldn't be the most shocking. So and the the direct quote is surprise actor. So oh, I would certainly right. say that is a surprise actor to show up in this show. Okay, but then if let's say Hawkeye showed up, I could say that's a surprise, and you could say it's not a surprise because yeah, I'm sure there's middling people like that. But is this you know is Hawkeye really a popular character? You know. I don't know. I, I don't no think idea. so. I don't. <laughs> doubt it. Don't don't tell Sean Sullivan that. It's his favorite Marvel character. Oh God, has he? Does he know all about all the Jeremy Renner stuff? 
I don't know. Yeah. We're not commenting on any of that right now because <laughs> we do not know full story. So we're staying clear. I know the full story. Anyway, I think that's. <laughs> I think it's time to ask that question here. Wow. Yeah, I think we beat the hell out. We of We don't want to talk about Monica Rambeau at all. No. I I want to save that a little bit just because we have talked about who she is. She is, you know, the uh, daughter of Captain Marvel's Maria Rambo. Maria Rambo. I think there's going to be more to her story, so I think we can really dive into it later. We saw her show up in a magic box, which was funny. Unless you have more, I mean, that's that's all. Maybe Captain on. Marvel's a surprise actor that shows up. Brie Larson. So what's she going to do? Shoot everybody? <laughs> wow. Yes. And that's how Arjuna got his big ass battle. Well, let's be honest, though. Captain Marvel is obviously a part of Sword. Obviously, she so, is actually. How'd you know that? Based on everything that we've seen uh, in Endgame and then Far From Home with Captain Fury and Fury Captain and Fury, uh, <laughs> Captain Nick Fury. I don't know his name. I don't know anyone's name. So I'm just mixing it all up. Fury and uh, Danvers, you know, that connection from, you know, her movie. Of sure. course she would be. Well, this show is also, yeah. it's pulling, it's pulling characters from a lot of different MCU things, right? We have Jimmy Woo from uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We have uh, Monica Rambeau from Captain Marvel. Uh, Jimmy Woo was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I'm sorry, from Ant-Man. Gotcha. Um, and we have uh, Monica Rambeau, I said Monica Rambeau from Captain Marvel. We have uh, Kat Denning's character, uh, Darcy from Thor, that's going to appear in this show. So... You're pulling from all of these different corners of the MCU into this show, and that like we also know that Wanda's connected to Doctor Strange. We know there's a potential Loki connection. So this is very much a connected universe. And, and wait, I, I'm I, shocked. But I feel like it's also it also works as a show that's trying to set up, like I said, kind of what the next the next thing that we're building towards in the MCU. Right? What's the next reason for the Avengers to assemble? Or, or what it is is Disney realized, hey, we signed these uh, people up for a lot of uh, like cameos and showing it's up. Like, let's wrap this up. Let's, let's wrap, that's wrap not up true. That's not yeah, true. Exactly. Kat, that's not true, though. Cat Denning's contract expired years ago after the second Thor. I, movie. When we, um, but real quick, I guess we're going to keep this going a little bit longer. But I'm going to throw my rant in real quick. Oh, you have a rant. I do actually. It came through this podcast. The conversation around these actors and their contracts, like a lot of people do it. We do it, like. I don't think these contracts and these these news pieces of information mean diddly when it comes to these shows because here's the thing. At the end of the day, the actors, the studios, they can go and change them radically. It doesn't necessarily have to be public. It's typically leaked information. I don't think we can use that as viable information in terms of like but it's fun i know it's fun <laughs> that's also great that's it's also super wrong fun. too because like it's always wrong no no no. you're you're wrong your statement is wrong because the contracts like specifically actor contracts of the mcu very much go hand in hand that the whole contract reason is why robert downey jr didn't make another iron man the whole contract reason is why, like, why their their up contracts up ended this after date, Endgame. Though, up until this date, sure, he could easily tomorrow right. say, "Hey, I want to come back and sign yeah. a one movie deal." And then sure, but, but yeah. that's still reported and that still influences and informs how it's going to go in the future. The whole Spider Man thing, like, he didn't have a contract for a few months. That's a fact. There was a time in the MCU where Spider Man had no future in the MCU. So that is that is relevant information to talk about. And it does inform how the, how the thinking and everything is going on with in terms of the movies. You have like you ha- you have to bring in the contract talk because whoever is available and playing those characters influences how the story is going to be told. 
the MCU and Marvel has really popularized movies and contract talk to almost a sports-like level because it influences. Well, that's the whole the reason product. Hollywood Reporter and Deadline are still around. Correct, yes. and it's their, and it's yeah. still, it's going to be their number one clickbait headlines forever. They're the same ESPN. thing with ESPN and, and Yahoo Sports and all these other ones. Like, it's always going to be the contract, the contract details. What I'm saying there with the contracts here in this particular case is. They just held all these characters and they needed to put them somewhere. And this was a great place to put them. <laughs> Start using yeah, some of them. Some of them. Uh, Start rolling through all some these of characters. Those, uh, but, these that's, but, 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 that's, but that's not true either. The only character that was signed on before was, was uh, Randall Park's character. Kat Denning's contract had expired years ago, so they signed her to a new contract for this. They cast the new actress who played Monica Rambeau. They cast Catherine Hahn for this Arjuna movie. is going to start a podcast yeah. strictly around contracts. contracts yeah, yeah. And it's going to be called yeah. The Contract. Yeah. Arjuna, Arjuna you, 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 you said that the contracts are important. Yes. Yeah. I, I am saying con- that. The contra- yeah. But so, it's, it's only one actor who's, con- who's had an existing contract before this. So I'm saying that it's not like they just decided to put these characters in because they had pre-existing contracts either. They signed them to new contracts. Yeah, Jim, that's mostly a joke. I, think I don't you, know if you caught it. I don't you, know if you, you caught it. I think that, you yeah. took the rant and the joke and you took it way too serious. Or maybe that was your rant. I think the real rant <laughs> was Arjuna's counter rant to your rant. That is the rant. We found the rant. We oh found boy. the rant inside the podcast. <laughs> oh my god! Scepter rant. <laughs> Anywho, Krishna. Yes. Was the first two episodes of Wonder Vision good? They were great. I enjoyed them thoroughly. I really did. Actually, like I said at the, at the top, I really dug the sitcom format. And if it was just the sitcom back and then, or even today, I, I think it would do really well. Just the, you know, as a sitcom. Um, and if you took out like obviously all the very stuff. expensive sitcom, very expensive, uh, <laughs> the most expensive four by three black and white sitcom to date of all time. Do you think all the money went to the color correcting? You know, I, parts I, of I it? don't think that I, I, if I had to guess, I bet that the majority, like if these two episodes weren't like expensive. an equal share of the 225 million for the nine episodes. I certainly hope not. Yeah. Cause then otherwise know, they got wrong. Confusing. The episodes were shot in front of a live studio audience. Oh, the they sitcom were. one. The yeah, the, so most of them were shot in front of a lar- in front of a live studio audience. They did it typical to how a sitcom was shot, and then these first two episodes, they actually used old school um, cameras from the fifties and the sixties that were used for broadcast back then. Obviously, they were spruced up a little bit, but that's they did it as close to the book as possible. Is that just to create you know an environment for the actors? Not just the actors, but also also the look mm. as well. Just yeah. so you got that more authentic look, as opposed to shooting it on like a, a 4K camera and then just putting a down and, white and then just downgrading it. it from yeah. there. I actually have a quick question before I ask Juno the question. Would you say that this is the best acting we've seen in the MCU? Because and here's and here's the reason I ask that is because the MCU is uh, not known for its acting. That, but also. Part of the reason, obviously, movie format, um, you're you condensed amount of time, and they're always trying to fill those movies with as much stuff as possible. So no one's really allowed to give it enough time on screen mm-hmm. to act, to show their acting chops. This is totally different. We, we're getting a lot of um, Olsen and Bettany, and they're allowed to shine. They're really allowed to shine, and we're getting more from these characters than we've gotten from any other character in, in, from Marvel you know, in this amount of time, would you, is, could we say this is the best acting we've seen in the MCU? I, I'd say yes. I, I would say it's up, up there for sure. I think there's been, Thanos was better. 
<laughs> no, but I mean, like, you know, Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger in Black Panther was really good. Sure. Uh, Loki in some of the Thor movies was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess it is up there because there's certainly like. Acting. I just want to remind you, your one more impression was Paul. Yeah, right. Well, I was about to say that because they're act. It's it's an interesting layer because they're acting as their characters, acting in a sitcom mm-hmm. in the fictional world of their characters, which is also a fictional world. Yes, that doesn't exist. So therefore, it's the best acting. <laughs> you, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's the best acting. I think your your perception or your view of it's going to be a little bit different because you are going to see more screen time, yeah. like you said, Thanos works so well and is the piece that sticks out the most from Endgame and Infinity War because he gets the most screen time. He gets the most screen time on there. Mm. Still believe that they should have done a separate movie, but that's not here or there or whatever. Wait for Thanos? Yeah, I would have loved a, just a Thanos movie. There's, it's never too late. It is. He's dead. They, there's always prequels. You could get they t- deleted the files that they used to create the CGI character and they are lost to time. Would you watch a Teenage Thanos? And it's called Teenage Thanos? Yes, it's going to be on the new Disney XD. Wait, starring Disney starring, XD Plus. Starring Timothy Chalamet. Shut the Thanos. fuck up. Wait, didn't Josh Brolin and Timothy Chalamet do a movie together? Probably. Seems See, I, I believe it. Science 2. No. Science uh, 2. Arjuna, was WandaVision, the first two episodes, good? Uh, yes, it was good, but I do want to see more from the yeah, show. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I have to interrupt. Yes, uh, you're right. I knew um, it. I knew it. Josh Brolin and Timothy Shyamalan are going to be... <laughs> Shyamalan. Shyamalan are going to be in a movie. It's That's right. Dune. Dune. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Josh Brolin's in Dune? Josh yeah. Brolin's in Dune, along with Oscar, uh, Oscar Isaacs, Isaac. yeah. with, along with Jason Momoa. Is Pedro Pascal in it? Sure. No, he's <laughs> But uh, apparently... He plays the worm. Apparently, Pedro Pascal and Oscar Isaac uh, spent New Year's together. Wait, who did? Oscar Pedro Pascal, Pascal and Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, they're like uh, they're really good, good friends, friends right? Best I love friends? that. Or is uh, Josh Brolin? <laughs> That's hilarious. An upcoming movie. Hey, uh, Pedro Pascal and Oscar Isaac can appear in a Star Wars thing together. They can or they have? I, I'm saying they can because they're both in Star Wars. Yeah. Because there's Din and there's Poe. I guess Din would be really old by the time Poe is Oscar Isaac age. Potentially. Yeah, probably. Old man Mando. Anyway, so you said yes? <laughs> yeah, I said yes, but I do want to see more from the show. Um, this is a show that I, I bet would be better if you binged it. That's the impression I get. Um, so I am, I'm curious to see how it goes week to week. I, I was happy they gave us two episodes because mm. I think if I just saw the first episode, I would have been like, I want more. <laughs> So she goes, it's only 23 yeah. minutes. You know? Agreed. So Agreed. I, I do think they made a very smart choice doing two episodes. Um, but yeah, I do want to see more um, from the show as it keeps going. Ravi, was WandaVision episodes one and two bad? Yes. They were bad? Yes. Oh, so you didn't so, like it. So you're going to no. Oh, interesting. And uh, the reason I, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying that is I, acting wise, it was great. It's interesting. Cool. The problem with this show is it does not work for my patience level. Mm. I do not have the patience to wait week to week for 21 minutes of content. 23. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) The two minutes, man. They make all the difference. The second episode was 30 minutes of content. Great. My concern with this is we waited. We got two episodes. I was able to watch them back to back. That was great. That kind of made about an hour's worth of content. Mm -hmm. Next week, it could be 
20... We're asking, we're asking if the first two episodes were good, not if you think the rest of the season. No, 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 I know, I know. Okay. But that, that's the thing is, they to me, it only presented a small portion of what's happening. It's interesting, it's wacky, it's weird, it's cool, whatever. But at the same time, it just left me desiring so much more. And there wasn't Wouldn't enough that make of it good? a tease no, for you? because it wasn't enough of a tease for me because, gotcha. once again, it hits upon that patience level where I need more content. I wasn't need more given, stimulation. Exactly. There were definitely points in it where I got a little kind of like, yes, I get it's a sitcom. Ha, 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 ha. You got ha, bored. I got bored. It. It's like, move mm. on, do something cool, show something weird. So I had a Ravi, feeling this would happen. So Ravi is our residential uh, millennial. Uh, Gen Zer. No, more millennial. No, no, you're, you're a millennial. But Gen you're, you're, Zers you're, you're, are way Excuse me, less. young man. You are talking like a Gen Zer. <laughs> you need your streaming and but you need your, you excuse, need your explosions. Excuse me, bald fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> excuse me, boomer. Yeah. Okay, boomer. Uh, See, that was your no, comeback. But, but here's the thing. So I feel like Ravi is probably more alike to our casual MCU fan. And, and that's... That's what I wonder with the show, especially as we go week to week. Yeah. Like, how much are they going to push the story forward? And, you know, what's the retention going to be? Because I, I just, I have a feeling like if we get, we come to episode three and it's just more of the same and there is no big ass battle, you know, <laughs> I have a feeling a lot of people are just going to be like, you know what? I don't need this. I don't need to like watch it week to week and I can just wait for this later and mm. just read the articles and watch the YouTube end credit scenes that connect it, and I, I don't need it. And uh, I think in an ideal world, yes, like, yes, you have your multiple points of consumption, and, like, you can have your TV shows and your movies, but this is the only MCU thing. And if it's not successful, you don't get more of this. So. I don't know if that's how that works. <laughs> Eventually. I mean... <laughs> It's yeah. just a this is just a mini it's, miniseries, it's, right? It's, yes, a mini. It's yeah. uh, slated as a miniseries. It's not going to be a never-ending. Yeah, it's season. not like you're going to get ten. No, seasons. No, I, I mean like Disney Plus Marvel shows, though, right? <laughs> like if if WandaVision isn't successful, and you know some of the other ones aren't as successful, they're not going to keep making them. They're going to just pivot back to movies or change it up. So hmm. there is, you know, a lot. Obviously, the MCU and Marvel is successful, but you still need it to be successful to continue it on. I mean, like. Look, like at Star- Look at Star Wars and Solo, right? Like it wasn't successful financially, and that was basically the death of the Solo spinoff, you know, Star Wars trilogy. Movies, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it wasn't so. the end of Star Wars, correct? No, no. And it's, this is going to kill the MCU, but it could kill the type of like this type of content, like this TV. These, yeah, like the Disney Plus streaming shows think it, that are smaller. I don't content. think it will kill it because you know. Speaking to Arjuna's um, point about contracts and how it's important to the conversation, the amount of money Disney has invested in Disney Plus, they've put enough energy and effort into it that they will not let it fail. So it may be we take a pause if it all kind of sucks, and then they will revisit and figure out a different way to kind of go through this process. Again, though, because it's streaming, how do you even determine... Whether it's successful, it's like how many eyes it gets on Mostly, it. Like, I mean, Disney and all these streaming platforms, they know when their users are logged in. They know how long they're on each thing. Obviously, that information is not public. doesn't need to be public. Yeah. Maybe for the, you know, um, investors, that should be public. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. I mean, maybe it is, and I just missed it. But um, they have that information, hmm. and that's what they're using to determine, hey, if this is successful or not. Well, right. it's also more than that, right? Disney looks at it from a holistic view, like the Mandalorian Big part of his success is the toys and the the That's the true. discourse and the discussion around it. If you know, if if no one's 
talking about WandaVision and it's not it creating out. conversation, then it's like, okay, we're not going to really Invest. go ahead with this. Sure. I was know? actually fascinated. Like, I always judge a new show based on 24 hours after it is released and where is it in Twitter. Yeah. Um, they obviously put promoted behind the hashtag WanderVision. So that obviously skews information and naturally the WanderVision hashtag will not end up in like a top 20 trending because of it. Mm. Tomorrow is going to be the more interesting and this weekend will be interesting to see where does the WandaVision hashtag end up? Does it even pop back up? You know, based mm. on everything that's happening, we are going into a big political shift. We have the NBA um, up in fire in terms of all of their games being canceled. We have the NFL playoffs happening. This this may just be this first week may just kind of be a wash. Yeah. And you know, Mandalorian, what the first episode of season one wasn't a wash because of the the child that kind of just broke people's hearts and everyone loved it. I believe the first episode of season two wasn't. No, it was second week. The first week was trending, but the second it wasn't trending into the weekend. So I'd be I'd be curious to see like what people's kind of reaction on the social side is, and if anyone's actually talking. Yeah, I mean, there really wasn't a you know there wasn't a big reveal in these first two episodes. I mean, in terms of like the beekeeper, but that that's kind of the biggest thing. Like, who is the beekeeper? But do people really care enough to necessarily have a full on? Social discussion and continue to talk about it through the weekend and next week. Well, we already know this on. week is not going to. That's not going to happen. It's just too much going on. But you're right, though. If by episode four and five, you know, we're not getting that conversation, then maybe that's an issue. I don't know. I don't know if it, if it is an issue. I think maybe how these shows or how these companies should look at it is like obviously your opening weekend and then maybe your last weekend. You know what's happening there because. Like you already said as well, a lot of people are, are might choose just wait and binge all of this at the end, sure. which is a totally legit way to do it. I mean, that's not a bad way at I'd all. I'd be curious. I mean, I say this every time with Marvel things like, oh, I'm going to go back and watch and then I'll, I'll end up watching a movie maybe once or twice yeah, and then never again. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm probably just going to be watch this the once through. Mostly for the pod, and then probably be like, okay, that was cool. Bye-bye. Yeah. Also, Wanda and like Vision aren't the most popular MCU characters. God no. And they weren't. This was, you know, originally when they announced these shows way back, it was supposed to be Falcon and the Winter Soldier being the leadoffs because they're very pop. They were very popular um, from that. So, you know, that affects it too a little bit in terms of like, I don't think this was. I mean, clearly, it was not Disney's original plan to do it this way. COVID changed that uh, and everything, but. It's just it's just kind of fascinating to watch all of these factors play out and how that affects things going forward. Because, you know, if there's less buzz around this show, does that decrease the buzz around Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I would say there's some type of correlation probably there. Um, I will say the initial reaction to it seems very positive on online to to WandaVision, to these first two episodes. So oh, definitely. It seems definitely. to be pretty yeah. pretty high optimism, and people are really praising... Um, Scarlet Witch, or sorry, um, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. It's Elizabeth Olsen, right? Correct. Oh, thank God. Christian, you wrote it down at the bottom. <sighs> I didn't. I copy and pasted. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. All right. I think that's going to do it for us. We 
No, we're not going to apologize for talking for an hour and 20 no. minutes. No. And if you made it to the end, You're congratulations. Welcome. We're going to give you a fantastic surprise. And that surprise is where you can find us on social media. And that's going to be on Twitter at Was It Good, Instagram at Was It Good BTM. As always, we live stream this podcast Monday and Friday on twitch.tv slash Was It Good. Monday's going to be an interesting podcast. And we also have a website, wasitgood.info. Make sure you go and subscribe. Over there, we do have a newsletter that is being worked on. Krishna will be typing it. I will? Yes. In XML and HTML5. Goodbye. Bye.